Hi, it's John Bernadovich, your host of the H Like a Boss podcast. Welcome to season three. I've embarked on a journey to get to know amazingly awesome HR and business professionals with the hope of finding what it takes to do HR Like a Boss. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and share with a friend. On today's episode, super excited to have Kathy Mendito. Kathy and I met through the Akron area Sherm, and I'll tell a quick funny story about an exchange that Kathy and I had, but I want to give her a chance to let everybody know who she is and her background, what she's currently working on. So Kathy, welcome to the HR Like a Boss podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, like John said, my name is Kathy Mendito. I am the Vice President of Human Resources for Buckeye State Credit Union. I am also the Communications Chair for the Akron area Sherm. I've been in HR for a little over 12 years now. I, I love human resources. A lot of people say that they like HR because they like working with people. I really like the pairing people with the business component, making sure that you're getting people that align with the vision, mission, purpose of the business and making those matches to, for everyone to thrive. Um, I think that that's probably the most fun part of HR for me. Yeah, awesome. And I know, Kathy, two, two things that were very memorable for me about you and what, why I've had you on the show. One, completely embarrassing and a snafu on my part. I'll get to that in a second. The other one, I did a presentation of the Akron Area Sherman. It was one of the first times I had presented in person post-COVID. So it was great to get the group together. I think it might have been one of the first Akron Area Sherm events that you had had. And I had this conversation about uh, your organization's purpose and can you describe it in four words or less? And there was only one person with their hand <laughs> raised high going, ooh, 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 call on me. I can, I, yes, I can answer yes to that question. And there were probably 50 or 60 people in that room. And it was you, Kathy. You were super excited to tell uh, the story of your credit union's purpose, which I hope we get into in the course of today's uh, meeting and time together in this interview. Maybe you can use this podcast as, a, as an interviewing uh, tool and resource to hopefully promote your organization to candidates and applicants. So that's oh, that the, awesome. that, that's the uh, that's the easy one showing off Kathy. The second one, which I knew well, probably more so showed me Kathy's true colors and a true HR professional. Uh, I had a moment. Now, what ended up happening was Kathy had sent me a LinkedIn message. I don't even know what we were talking about several years ago. Maybe it was I think about you posted speaking. that your book was published. Yeah, going to be published. It hasn't been yeah. published yet, but it, it, I was working on a book and you might have said congratulations or way to go or or thank you. Anyway, I thought I got hacked when Kathy came back to me and said, I'm not sure if you said what you said, but I replied back to Kathy's LinkedIn message with love you. That's what I said. I think maybe with an exclamation point. And as I remember it, I was doing like four other things. And I think I meant to say that to my wife on a, on a, on a text message. But yeah. I told you Kathy also that I, that at this point we had never met. Like at this yeah, point no. we had never met in real life. So Kathy out of the blue sends us really kind. Hey, John, way to go. Appreciate you and uh, the stuff you're doing with HR like a boss. And then I reply back to this perfect stranger who's just being kind through social media with love you. And so she sent back a message and I was totally embarrassed. I might've even blamed it on somebody hacking into my account. But as it turns out, I, as I look back and I had to explain that one to my wife, that was a fun conversation. <laughs> I told a total stranger recently that I loved her. She looked at me like, what are you talking about? But 
I think you did say that you you meant to send it to your wife that you thought that you were sending it to your wife or something. It's pretty funny. So those that don't know Kathy, and that's how our relationship came to be. And I, I really appreciate her for how she handled that first and foremost, but her passion for her organization and certainly her passion for Akron Area SHRM and the overall SHRM community. She, she's all in when it comes to supporting this profession. That's what HR Like a Boss is all about. So let's get into the fun part of our discussion, which is I'll ask you a few questions. You'll give us some profound answers. Our, our audience will be wowed by the things that you say, and then they'll share all those things with their colleagues. As you may know, as a guest on the show, I start every podcast off with the same question. And Kathy, no different for you. How would you describe the purpose of human resources? So I think the human resources purpose, I think it's going to be different for everyone in every organization. But like I said before, I really like that idea of finding the perfect candidates to match up with the perfect company and that their mission vision align. So I, I love working at Buckeye. I tell people all the time that this is the first job I've ever had where I was proud to tell people where I work and what I do. But it's because I align with our mission and a vision and purpose. We have people that come in here that do not. Um, and it's unfortunate, but we know that they're not going to stay here long-term because they don't align with that. So, you know, whether it's through recruiting or retention or training or promoting from within, whatever it is, just finding those people that align with the business's mission, vision, purpose is going to make things better for everyone. And I think that that's like the most important part of HR. I think everything else that you do in HR contributes to that. Yeah, alignment is my buzzword, current buzzword for 2022 and beyond. And yeah. I'm so curious, Kathy, tell, tell, me, tell me what your what, what is your mission and vision? What, what, it, what is the, the purpose of Buckeye State Credit Union? So our purpose is building financial security together. That's our purpose statement. Um, so that was when you said five words or less, like that is what we do. Um, we are a low income community development financial institution who provides loans to people who would not otherwise qualify for them. So we do not compete with banks. We do not compete with other credit unions. We primarily compete with payday lenders, buy here, pay here car places and check cashing places. So where a biker pay her car place is going to charge someone up to 28, 30% for an interest rate on a car loan, we would most likely be able to get that same car loan, exact same car loan, exact same credit score, exact same credit history down to less than 10%. While that still might be high for someone like me or you, for someone who's paying 30% on interest on a car, that's a 22% rate difference. So that's going to lower their monthly payments. It's going to lower their cost of over the term of the you know vehicle. It, and it, this is something that we do a lot of. And we're giving loans to people that have a 520 credit score, a 500 credit score, or I have a, this is a great story. I'll never forget this. My credit score at one point was 747. I'll never forget because it's the plane, right? And I went to Chase thinking that I was going to refinance my school loans. And they told me I needed a cosigner. Mm. Wow. <laughs> so you got to feel a little bit of that. Certainly I mean, not the same oh, as yeah. a 500 credit score, but wow, that, that's really cool. I, I appreciate you sharing that. Some really great things going on right here in the Buckeye State. If you're not from Ohio, 
And if you're looking for an exemplary example of doing some good things in the community, I, I love that. I love the fact that you have that purpose, that you very much purposely are trying to find people that align to that mission. And the ones that don't usually don't last very long at your organization. That's probably for a good reason for them and for your yeah. team. During our interview process, we actually asked people, tell me about a time that you were selflessly able to help another person. And you would be surprised how many people struggle to come up with an answer for that. Yeah, my comparable. If you don't want to help people, you won't yeah. make it here. Yeah. Do you do you like giving gifts at your birthday or receiving them? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things I like to ask. Yeah, get more joy out of giving, in my opinion. Well, speaking of that, your culture is obviously incredibly important to your organization. I'm curious how you've been able to use that in a way to retain the employees that work within your company. So when I came in to Buckeye in 2016, we had a 54% employee approval rating on our employee engagement survey, which is horrible. Um, since then, we've worked really hard, like I said, to make sure that we're getting employees that align with our purpose. Um, the workplace here is amazing. Everyone is very supportive. Um, I don't think that I've ever worked anywhere where employees were as supportive as they are here. I tell new hires coming in, if you have a question, do not hesitate to put it out in our team's channel. Anyone that can answer will. It doesn't matter if it's a, you know, a teller in our Alliance branch or a loan officer in our Shaker branch, everyone is here willing to help and make sure that you succeed. Um, you can see oh, on this side, we've won top workplaces four years in a row now through the Plain Dealer. And this is through a survey based on our employees' answers. They like working here and it's not fake. It's very genuine. Um, some of our spouses like to tell us that we work for a cult because everyone likes working here so much, which is when, like we like to say we're drinking the Kool-Aid, um, but it is, it's an experience to come and work here. It's amazing. I, I absolutely love it. Um, and I forget, I was getting to a point and I forget what it was. That's okay. No, it's no problem. I'm so curious. Kathy, can I put you on the spot? You said it was 54% employee oh. satisfaction. What is it today? Yeah. Or what is uh, that's it? Where I was, that's actually, that's where I was going with it. So now it's over 97% in every category. I, I just know. Gave, right? I just gave Kathy a high five for those of you that couldn't see it. That is 90. So you went from 54 to 97%. How did you do yes. that? How did you do um, just, that specifically? I, just, you know, embracing the, the positive culture, um, making sure that we have people aligned with our purpose, bringing in people that want to help others, you know, making sure that they're ready to support their coworkers. You know, we do stupid, fun little things. Like every day we post out a trivia question in teams and it's nothing about credit unions or banking. It's some random weird trivia thing that maybe someone knows, maybe someone doesn't, but it gets people talking in the branches about things. You'll walk into the branch and they'll be yelling from the teller line to the desk side. Hey, did you see the quiz today? What do you think the answer is? But just those little, like those little tiny things of collaboration, getting them talking in the branches, getting them doing things that's not specifically work-related, I think makes it more fun to work here. But also just everyone that works here is genuinely nice. And that's weird. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's, it's awesome. And who doesn't love trivia, right? I mean, right? Trivia is a really cool thing. That's that's a great idea. So there, <laughs> there's there's our first anecdotal comment. Uh, double double your employee satisfaction simply by asking a trivia question every day. If it only was that simple, right, Kathy? Yeah. One of our employees is also uh, very adverse to dad jokes. 
So every so often there will be a thread of dad jokes that comes through and everyone's tagging him in the dad jokes. And I mean, even our CEO gets involved. <laughs> I love a good dad joke. If you know me, I love a good dad joke. Well, hey, so speaking of just ret employee retention, kind of your culture and the community that you're serving, I know one of the things that people are always struggling with are, are ways that they can provide benefits to their employees that are maybe different or differentiating from other organizations. Do you have any suggestions on, I'll call it out-of-the-box benefits that uh, you at your organization have been able to provide to your employees? So a couple of things that we've done, and I know that I'm in a different position because I work for a not-for-profit, so we don't have like an owner or shareholders or anything like that, um, but we started uh, a profit sharing for our staff and it's based on three different categories and everyone is eligible for it, including our part-time employees. It gets paid out in January based on how we did for the previous year. Um, for our part-time employees, it goes anywhere from 600 to our full-time employees. It could be up to 1200. Well, no, I guess it's double that because last year we did it twice. So for part-time employees, it could be 1200 for the year, full-time employees up to 2400 a year, um, completely dependent on how we do as a company, how we do with our member engagement, how we do internally with our um, employee engagement surveys. Um, all of that is figured into this uh, payout that the employees receive at the end of the year. Um, also, we do a student loan repayment program that kind of works like 401k. So an employee can contribute up to 5%, Buckeye matches 5%, and each month that gets paid to your student loans to reduce the payments, which is nice. Um, we also do kind of fun things. So I don't know if you can see, I'm wearing a yellow ribbon right now. So um, yellow ribbons are for um, childhood cancer awareness. One of our employees' daughters has cancer and we are wearing these ribbons to raise money for Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. Um, at the end of the month, we will tally up how many days employees wore this ribbon to work and for each day that an employee wore the ribbon, we're gonna contribute $1. So we have 71 employees here, so we could potentially be contributing $71 a day to this cancer research. Um, the employee in particular was very excited about that. Um, but also like going out into the community and doing things, you know, that's something that I don't think that employers offer to their staff as often as they probably should. They might to like higher level managers and senior leadership, but you know, your frontline staff want to get out and help people too. We, we go out and do community events. We do the autism walk every year in Akron. Um, we go to local schools and do um, finance classes for people. These are for people who are not our customer. These are just people who work at the school, people who work at Habitat for Humanity. We, you know, sit them down and show them how to do a budget or sit them down and explain to them how their credit score works. And allowing my frontline staff, my tellers, my lending officers to go and do those things, I think really inspires them a little bit to want to be here. Yeah, no, I can totally feel it. That's, that's a great thing you're doing and continue it. I love the kind of out-of-box idea that's uh, making an impact on your employees' lives in a positive way, especially the story of the childhood cancer. I know that means a lot to people. Well, speaking of things that mean a lot, I know that this podcast would not be something without the support from Willery, which serves as the sponsor of the HR Like a Boss podcast. 
For those of you that do not know, Willery's purpose is to empower people and is focused on supporting mid-sized companies with its search and staff augmentation services, along with a unique client-side HR technology consulting practice. If you're struggling to find talent in your HR or payroll team, or you're not getting a return on your investment in your HR tech, please consider visiting willery.com to learn more. All right, Kathy, let's talk a little bit about ways. Hey, we... Oh yeah, go Before ahead. Before we move on, I don't know if you know this, but Willery helped me find my first HR job. I did not know that. I should have. Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> you should have given the plug for Willery instead yeah, of me. Jamie did. Jamie's actually the one who helped me find my first HR position. Shout out to Jamie. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, she's fantastic. So cool. All right. Sorry. Well, speaking of recruiters, not- <laughs> no, no need to be sorry. Yeah, Jamie's a great recruiter. And, and I know uh, you guys are doing some unique things there at uh, your organization. I want to talk a little bit about uh, how you're actively using DE&I strategies in, in real, real life, putting them into practice from a recruiting perspective. How, how are you doing that at your organization? So I feel like I'm lucky in that aspect because all of my branches are in very diverse areas. So it's easy to recruit DE&I, diverse talent, I guess I should say. Um, We're close to the University of Akron. We're in downtown. Um, We're in Canton. We're in Shaker Heights. So we're, we're in very diverse areas where the applicants that we get are just naturally very diverse. So, you know, hiring top talent is very easy in the diverse, you know, realm, um, but also promoting from within. So we're hiring that diverse talent through our candidate pools and then making sure that those people have the, the um, tools and knowledge to, you know, want to advance in their careers and stay with Buckeye. So as those people are going through their careers, we we get promoted, we have promotions. So now those people are managers. So now that diverse pool of talent are, you know, assistant vice presidents. And now that diverse pool of talent is serving on our senior leadership board. So just, you know, starting, you know, at the beginning and just, you know, making sure that you have a diverse pool of talent is is a huge benefit because like I said, as you start promoting from within, it just increases the diversity in your culture. Um, also, shameless plug, um, every other month, Akron Area Sherm does a DE&I Zoom call. It's kind of a lunch and learn. It's completely free. Anyone can attend. I encourage HR professionals and managers to attend. Um, we have one coming up uh, next month. I think it's about um, holidays, the holiday time and different cultures and how you can kind of accommodate people who don't necessarily celebrate Christmas. Um, which is, let's face it, a lot of people. Um, so yeah, it, and it's completely free again, um, which is nice. So we try to do that every other month and make sure that we're educating other HR professionals and managers on how to handle DEI. Cool. Give as many shameless plugs as you want for Akron Sherm. Such a great organization. And I know doing a lot of really good things in our community and, and driving education and networking and awareness to the HR profession. Well, Kathy, speaking of the HR profession, I wrote the book primarily to showcase those that do HR in an amazingly awesome way. Out of that came this podcast called HR Like a Boss. Later on in 2023, early 2023, we'll get the book published. 
And so I'm curious to get all my guests out of here with this very last question. I'm curious to get your take on how would you describe someone that does HR like a boss? Someone who's confident in their decisions, someone who is compassionate and listens well, um, and someone who communicates. I think transparency is key. Yeah, no, I love that. I'm, I'm doing a presentation coming up soon, and I, I have a slide in there around authenticity. That's one of the components of being someone that does HR like a boss. And I, I in, in my talk track, transparency does not need to be a foreign language to HR professionals. It, it's something that we can as we're human beings as well, delivering HR. And so your ability to be authentic. And I loved your confident thing that that's such a key part of driving that for HR professionals. And here I am just in the midst of giving my recap. I'll, I'll tee up, tee this up. Kathy, you did a great job. Thank you for being on the show. I know, again, confident, transparent, the ability for individuals to really drive change within their organization. You talked about embracing culture as a differentiator and as an experience within your company to attract talent. You really love being in HR because you get to pair up the right talent mix with what the business needs and ensure that's aligned to your mission and visions. You also gave some great suggestions on out-of-the-box benefits that you could offer that really mean things to your employees and can compel them to stay and continue to help one another. And then this idea of using uh, promotions from within and an ability to drive a diverse level of candidates within your executive leadership team and all, all, all walks of responsibility within your company. So Kathy, super great job. High five to you. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for listening to the HR Like a Boss podcast. If it resonates with you, please leave a rating or review, or better yet, subscribe and share with a friend. Until next time, let's continue to aspire to do amazingly awesome HR.